KTSA News Flash. The House is back at work this week with a vote to increase the debt ceiling. Democrats like Texas Congressman Henry Cuellar are laying some of the blame on former President Donald Trump. What we're doing by raising the debt is to do the responsible thing to borrow money to pay part of the debt, which includes seven trillion dollars incurred by Donald Trump. He says if the debt ceiling is not increased, it'll affect the U.S. credit rating. That, he says, could affect things like mutual funds, interest rates would go up and would send the wrong message to the rest of the world. The shooting at an Arlington high school is reigniting the debate over the nation's gun laws, but Republicans like Senator John Cornyn says it's a topic that his party does not want to take up. It's fairly predictable that those on the left who do not believe in the constitutional right to keep and bear arms will say this demonstrates the need to take law-abiding citizens' guns away. President Biden has repeatedly expressed support for an assault weapons ban. After last week's shooting at Timberview High, his press secretary says the White House remains frustrated by the inability to get common sense gun reform through Congress. It's unclear how the shooting suspect, who is 18 years old, was able to get his hands on a handgun. A controversial Texas abortion law banning the procedure at six weeks of pregnancy is back in effect following a ruling by an appeals court. It means about a half dozen clinics here in Texas that had temporarily resumed services have yet again stopped. In the meantime, the Justice Department now has until tomorrow to respond to a federal appeals court to a law it's calling unconstitutional. That's correspondent Morgan Chesky. On Friday, the U.S. Fifth Court of Appeals granted a stay of a temporary block of the law by a federal judge earlier in the week. When filing the request for the stay, the state of Texas said the block violates the separation of powers at every turn. The abortion law, which allows for no exemption for rape or incest, can be enforced until Tuesday when a response from the Justice Department is due in the case. A Republican candidate for governor of Texas says he has pneumonia after testing positive for COVID-19. Alan West took to social media and said doctors are worried about his oxygen saturation levels. He also said he had received a monoclonal antibody infusion therapy. West shared that he is not vaccinated against the virus but is taking hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin protocols. He will be suspending any campaign events until he is healthy. West stepped down as chair of the Texas Republican Party in July to run against Governor Greg Abbott in the 2022 gubernatorial primary. The proposed redistricting map for the state's congressional seats will now move to the state house for consideration. The state Senate voted along party lines Friday to approve the plan, which would increase the GOP's majority in the Texas delegation to D.C. Texas is the only state to pick up more than one new congressional seat in the census-based reappointment that happens only once every 10 years. State Senator Joan Huffman, the Houston Republican who led the redistricting effort, says she drew the proposed districts blind to race. Construction of more sections of border wall in South Texas is being halted by the federal government. The Department of Homeland Security announced Friday that it was ending existing contracts to build the wall in the Rio Grande Valley and Laredo areas. Work to shore up the levee system along the Rio Grande will continue, but it will be with an eye toward limiting the environmental impact. The planned border wall construction will be replaced with lighting, camera, and sensors. The decision comes as an estimated 35,000 migrants are at the southern border waiting to cross. The relocation of Tesla's headquarters to Austin will likely have a ripple effect across the state. Tony Bennett, who heads the Texas Association of Manufacturers, says everybody wants to be close to Elon Musk. Anytime you can land a Tesla, you're going to immediately see dozens of vendors and suppliers that want to be close. 
He says they're already getting calls from manufacturing companies, some of whom are looking at Texas for the first time. Their sales pitch is that the state has cheap energy costs and the transportation infrastructure that manufacturing needs. Depending on who you ask, it's either Columbus Day or Indigenous Peoples Day. Speaking to reporters Friday, Coach Pop expressed his confusion over why some kids have the day off from school in honor of Christopher Columbus. i got to give the San Antonio Independent School District a little bit of credit because at least they added Indigenous Peoples Day along with it. And that's a step in the right direction. But what the hell is Alamo Heights thinking? It's Columbus Day. That's why they're off. Spurs coach Greg Popovich says Columbus initiated a New World genocide that eventually led to the annihilation of every indigenous person in Hispaniola. The longtime Spurs head coach added that arguments that canceling Columbus is a knock on Italian Americans is like saying we should be proud of Hitler because we're German. President Biden Friday issued a proclamation commemorating today as Indigenous Peoples Day, making history as the first commander-in-chief to do so. A Grimes County toddler is safe at home after he went missing last week. Three-year-old Christopher Ramirez vanished from his family's yard near Plantersville Wednesday after chasing a neighbor's dog into the woods. A local man found the boy Saturday morning. The child is unharmed after spending three days alone outdoors. The man called police, who reunited Christopher with his mother. Arson investigators are trying to determine the cause of a fire on the west side that damaged three buildings and injured a firefighter. San Antonio fire crews responded about 7.30 p.m. Sunday to the two-alarm fire on Zarzamora Street near West Salinas. The fire reportedly started in a tire shop, but high winds spread the flames to two other businesses nearby. A firefighter was injured when embers got into his eye. He was taken to a local hospital. A suspect in a fatal stabbing earlier this month is in police custody. Officers arrested 28-year-old Angel Gonzalez Saturday evening on the northeast side. Gonzalez is charged with the murder of his brother, 30-year-old Isaac Aguilar, at Gonzalez's birthday party a week ago Sunday. Witnesses told police the two of them had an argument during the party at a home on Leal Street. Gonzalez reportedly stabbed Aguilar several times, and Aguilar later died at a hospital. Police are on the lookout for two people suspected of stabbing a man outside a home near downtown Saturday night. Officers responded shortly after 8 p.m. to the reported stabbing on North Pinto Street. The victim was hospitalized with life-threatening injuries. He told officers two people had stabbed him, but he could provide only a vague description of the suspects. Witnesses told officers the stabbing resulted from an argument. Police searched the area but didn't find the suspects. San Antonio police are trying to find whoever shot a man to death on the northwest side. The 51-year-old was discovered bleeding out inside a wrecked pickup truck this morning on Hermine Boulevard and near. He later died at a hospital. Officers think he was shot at a different location. Southwest Airlines is blaming air traffic control problems and weather for the cancellation of flights nationwide over the weekend. Hundreds of flights were delayed or canceled, including several at San Antonio International Airport. The Dallas-based carrier reportedly canceled more than 800 flights on Saturday and just over 1,000 Sunday. A week ago, the airline required all its employees to be vaccinated against coronavirus. There were rumors Saturday about an anti-vaccine walkout at the Air Traffic Control Center in Jacksonville, Florida. A deadly shooting in Alabama is being blamed on this weekend's Crimson Tide football game. The Tide were upset by Texas A&M, and police in Bessemer say a man lost his life after an argument over the game. The victim was shot late Saturday night in the city just outside Birmingham and eventually died at the hospital. The alleged shooter is still on the run.
Metro Health officials are reporting 314,476 cases of coronavirus in Bear County. That total includes 291 cases that were reported Friday. Officials reported four new deaths, raising the county's death toll to 4,563. The number of patients hospitalized is now 467. More than 302,000 patients have recovered. The South Texas Comic-Con Anime Fiesta is back in a big way after last year's pandemic-related cancellation. The event attracted one of the biggest crowds in its history, doubling 2019's turnout of 4,000 fans on Saturday at the McAllen Convention Center. This year's event included a lineup of nine voice actors from popular anime such as My Hero Academia, Attack on Titan, and Demon Slayer. UTSA is getting votes in the USA Today coaches poll despite being unranked. The Roadrunners got 30 votes in the most recent poll, but are still way behind Clemson for the 25th spot. UTSA is 6-0 on the season and takes on Rice this Saturday. A San Antonio Air Force veteran is doing what he can to help homeless vets get off the streets. Daniel Cano started a real estate business called Heroes Haven, which works with nonprofits to put roofs over veterans' heads. Cano says he buys residential properties and nonprofits match vets with rooms and send money to pay the rent. He says so far he owns two duplexes so he can house four veterans at a time. KTSA Money News. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. No break for the stock markets this holiday. The Dow closed down 250 points. The Nasdaq fell 39 and the S&P 500 gave up 30. Volume was light with many traders taking the three-day weekend. The bond market was closed. Got a flight on Southwest Airlines? Check with the carrier before you head to the airport. The airline has started the week by canceling hundreds of flights following a weekend of major service disruptions. Southwest blames bad weather and operational challenges for the problems. Drug maker Merck is asking the FDA to authorize its antiviral pill to battle COVID-19, and a decision could come in a matter of weeks. A U.S.-based economist who pioneered research that transformed ideas about the labor force is one of three winners of this year's Nobel Prize in economics. David Card of the University of California Berkeley studies show how an increase in the minimum wage doesn't hinder hiring and that immigrants do not lower pay for native-born workers. Daria Albinger, ABC News. KTSA AccuWeather. More clouds moving in tonight. It will be warm, low 65 in the hill country to 74 along the river walk. A bit of sunshine tomorrow and very warm with a thunderstorm. Breezy in the afternoon, high 89. I'm Cheryl Golden with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather forecast. And I'm Katie Barber. Good news around the clock at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And news anytime online at KTSA.com.